This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everyone, to Talking It Out with Bachelor Nation. And today we have a very special guest, the one, the only, Caitlin Bristow, host of The Bachelorette, yes. is on the show today. Mike, are you excited? I'm excited. Caitlin is one of the, she's like Kanye West to me in the sense of she will always captivate you. Yes. Right? And yeah, I agree. And also, like Kanye, she going to back it up. So I cannot wait to talk to Caitlyn, uh, see how her thoughts are on this season, see what she has going on in her life, and just get right into everything that's Caitlyn. Hell yeah, I, I totally agree. And uh, But first, you know how we do, bro. We got to do our hot takes. Let's do it. So what let's get got? into that. So it was funny because you and I were talking about this the other day. We have a group chat, if y'all don't know, uh, you know, between Mike and I and maybe a producer or two. Um, but we basically just throw around ideas and Mike, you just actually came to the forum with a question and your question was, what is more feminine for a heterosexual male for them to get their eyebrows done or to get their toes done? So pedicure or eyebrow, like complete waxing the whole nine, like the whole works, like you go to a, a specific store or location to get your uh eyebrows done well mike what what is your what is your well, stance i, did, I didn't that? even well i didn't even say the toes i was talking about the fingernails you oh so it's toes. even it's even less i'm talking i thought you were talking, talking about, about the toes. whole yeah manny petty manny petty never have i ever gotten a manny petty have you ever gotten a manny that's the hands yes <laughs> I, 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 you can look at my hands but you need a manny i probably need one but i've never had one I have had a foot massage. A foot massage feel great, but no, but no, no, no toe action. <laughs> no, no toe action. This you, is not forty year old version. You this is not Riley. Marissa Riley. Yeah, okay. no Riley Marissa. Don't kiss the toes. Let the toes be the toes. Right? I, I feel like I'd like to get a pull up because I mean, for me, my stance is I think. Now this is just me. I'd like to throw out a poll to all the women in the audience, like. <laughs> What would you think is too much? Is a guy getting a pedicure too much or would a guy getting a eyebrow wax be too much? I personally think, and from what I've experienced before, is eyebrows just too much. Like if you get if your eyebrows are looking better than your girls, okay. she's gonna I think she's gonna have a problem with that. But there's been instances where, hey, I may not have clipped my toenails or not kept them all the way all the way right. No, you gotta clip them things, bro. Correct. You got to take care of them. You don't more want your so girl than your eyebrows. More so than your eyebrows. Uh, I mean, well, if you don't clip your toenails, you don't want your girl waking up in the morning. You Michael Myer, 
can't have none of that. It's Halloween around here. Correct. So, yeah, we don't we don't want any any yeah, stabbings yeah, in the she, middle of the night. Yeah, she can't be cut up. So you know, cut your toes, right? But <laughs> I see. I think a part of this question, I think that if you were to do a poll, I think it'd be fifty fifty split because of our audience is all over America, right? Now, I'm from the South, right? I went to the military in Biloxi, Mississippi. I'm from Texas. You know, I spent a lot of time in just Georgia, just the South in general. Most people I know from the South, they're not doing that. They just, they just not. They're not doing either one of them, right? Not doing the eyebrows. I know you're from Miami, right? You know, y'all be looking good or whatever. Y'all Listen, be there's thing. a lot of open-toed sandals. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, whatever you got going on down there. Now, listen, I don't get them on a regular basis. Like, once in a blue, Rachel, you know, we'll make a little date thing. We'll go get manicures and pedicures. They give you a massage at those places, right? So I'm like, all right, why not? You know what I'm hey, saying? You but it's not like without a, the massage, don't lie. I, sw- I swear to you, I've never gone actually without Rachel. I've never gone without Rachel. So me going in, but you. I've definitely never gone to a, a location with or without Rachel to wax my eyebrows. That's okay. I don't know. So okay, so we're talking about waxing because every I think like maybe I get a haircut every single week, right? But probably every six to eight weeks. I'll tell my barber to like clean them up. So he'll say the clippers and he'll clean up my eyebrows. Yeah, you know, a little trim on the top and around. That's okay. But I, that's, like you okay, saw so a homeboy from the show, I think his name was Chris S. Correct me yes. if I'm wrong, but dude was like all laid up in the chair, face up, and they were like working he on was, his he, eyebrows. I don't know he if he was, was doing like game. the threading or whatever the case was, but he was Wait, going, he was going in. I'm calling now right now. His name's Chris J, right? Chris S. Chris, ask my apologies, Chris. Chris, I'm calling it right now on your Instagram. In the coming months, he's going to be an influencer for eyebrows. Watch. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. it. Eyebrow threading. He's going to be eyebrow thread king, right? You said something about your girl can't be having uh, worse eyebrows than you because she's going to get annoyed with you. Nate, eyebrows were on point. Yeah, yeah. The dudes, they was like on point. I'm like, I think that they were natural, (laughs) but... So if you got if you're a dude, you got naturally on point eyebrows. I mean, oh well, your girl got to deal with it. Uh, is it me or I kind of have a feeling that Nate kind of looked like a combination of Joe, like like if Drake, Chris Brown, and Steph Curry had a baby. Bruh, <laughs> am I mind right? blown? Bruh, he really do. Good looking dude. He she really got he, he got the he got the first uh, impression rose. First Good rose, for yeah. him. I thought he he showed out more than anything. Uh, yeah. He is a identical of Drake, uh, Drake, Steph Curry, and Chris Brown. You're right. He had a resemblance to Chris Brown. Like I was like, I can't even pinpoint. I don't know if it was like the earrings, but but Nate and Joe look alike as well. They look like they could be brothers. Nate and Joe, yeah. So Joe was the one from her hometown. Yeah. Right. The one that she's apparently slid in the DMs. Yeah, I see. That's why I like Michelle, bro. She a real one. Yeah. She's she confronted a real one that. For that. She confronted that real quick. She's a real one for that, bro. That's- Shouts out to Michelle. Hand clap, hand clap. Because she's out here. She's a teacher. You know, she was like, hey, I like what I see. What's up? She shot her shot. Yeah. She could shoot. Obviously, she could shoot. Yeah. You see that, you know, from but the But qu- the question that. is, do you buy his excuse? He had a lot going on. He ghosted no. her. And he no. was just all busy. No, that, no that, that's a BS excuse, I mean. But at the same time, what he going to say? You know? Yeah. Like, what is he really going to say? Like, it was a BS excuse, but, I mean, what, what can he say? Like. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, <laughs> he gave he know. gave the he gave the best excuse he could possibly." Yeah, he give, gave I the guess best. Wanna... Yeah, he did. I'll give him that. He did give the best response 
he could possibly give in that position. But we'll see how things unfold. I have him in my top four. Uh, I want to ask Kaylin about that as well. So we'll, I want to get into everyone's top four also. But the person who knows all about this, let's try to get some tea from her, is the host of this season, along with Tasha, Kaylin Bristow. Let's bring her on. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the show, KB. What's going on? Am I allowed to say that about myself? Am I allowed to be like, KB? Like, or is that silly? You can call yourself whatever you want. Caitlin, let's be honest. You can call yourself KB, but no matter what you say, you're going to get shitted on by somebody because for whatever reason, you get haters. That's like, a good point, actually. <laughs> for whatever reason, you get haters. I don't know why. Why is that? I think it's because I like pay attention to it. So they're like, ooh, that's how I get her attention. So then I'm like, is this really my fault? Should I be like just trolling myself or egging it on? I don't know. Ding, ding, ding. Every t- But it gets me too sometimes, so I feel you. Sometimes you just want to like clap back, so I get it. Yeah, sometimes you want to stand up for yourself. That don't make us bad people. It makes us real people. It makes us human beings. So therefore, they should like you more. There you I, go. When I was talking about you earlier when you were coming on, I was like, you're kind of, this is crazy to say. I was kind of like, you're like the Kanye West of Bachelor Nation, in a sense. Like, <laughs> do, do you explain. You, yeah, I got to explain. You, you know, when you explain. say, when, when you bring Kanye in this mix, you got to explain who that, you know, he has a lot of stuff with him. You garner attention no matter what you do, whether you want it or not. Like, if you just want to, like, do you, somebody, for whatever reason, somebody got something to say about you. You're, like, you're magnetized to that, you know? I mean, that's quite the comparison, but I think <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm, like, he also, like... Um, Let's say Kim Kardashian is a little loony. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot There's a lot to, that goes into Kanye. We're not talking about Kanye's mental aspect whatsoever. Okay, not zero percent. I, I'm going to just go ahead and take it as a compliment. <laughs> sure. It's just who who else, like when they step out, no matter what they do, somebody got something to say. Yeah, I just feel like that comes with any sort of platform. It's especially like I feel like it kind of died down and then now being on TV again, it's back oh, up yeah, there. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. Uh, I mean, we don't oh, know. Good. We're not on your level. You're, you are the host of this season's Bachelorette Michelle Young. And we want to know all the dirt. All the dirt. So you in a whole nother stratosphere. I mean, we saw on the first night that there was already some dirt that needed to come out. So that's crazy. Yes. It's crazy. I feel like, does that usually happen? Like right off the bat? Usually we discover the villains like throughout the season. This one was like. Red whose idea, right whose idea was that? That was brilliant. Like you guys just brilliant. stormed into everybody's room and just started ransacking their, their, their stuff. Like that we was did, amazing. We had like one of those like blue lights that shows. Oh Same. no! Oh no! Yeah. Did you, did you see? Did you see a mess? Did you see some mess? We saw some mess. We saw a whole bunch of stuff that we didn't want to see. And then there was certain guys like Chris, who is from Canada. So I'm going to chalk it up. But he's just a really, you know, down to earth good guy. His room was spotless. His bed was made, and he's stuck in a hotel room. Like his bed was made, and I was like, that's impressive. And then uh, some of the other guys, like one room really smelled bad. We put up caution tape. Like it was a whole day. It was a whole day of busting into rooms. Oh lord, that's oh, oh, can't do no stink like that. Let's so let's get right into it because Ryan, 
who was the one who had the, the strategy playbook. Yeah. Like, that thing looked thick when Michelle went into his room. <laughs> like, it was a lot. How much was that? Did he have, like... Yeah, can you, like, break that? down what what you guys saw? Like, I know we kind of dabbled in it on the show, but, yeah. like, break it down. What, what was the worst things you saw in there? Uh, <laughs> it was... I wish I, like, took screenshots or pictures of it. I'm sure <laughs> someone does somewhere because it was so fascinating it was it was a thick playbook and it had and i mean i get if you're like you know type a and you like things planned out and you like to see it in writing or you are a manifester and you want to write things out that's fine and some of that was in there some stuff that was in there was okay and then other stuff was extremely alarming and he had people that he wanted to act like in past seasons and jason tardick's name made the list i saw that i saw that yeah did wait did they show that on the show yeah literally said tardick yeah so So i was like what about jason tardick is he is he studying okay yeah so he he thought that was somebody he should act like um, or that he should, you know, be like on the show. Um, I think Zach w- Zach's name was on there too. And then he had like certain ways to not be a villain. So he had studied all the villains. And then I'm pretty sure he said he like wasn't a show uh, fan of the show, but he like knew who the villains were. He knew who to act like. He also said um, his type of woman, which was nothing like Michelle. And so many comments in in his description of his dream woman was always like her, but with a bigger ass. Like it was, it was just, I don't know. It was, it was a lot of yikes. Yeah. So how does it feel that, you know, your fiance, Jason was on his list, like (laughs) from that aspect, right? Cause you got the original, you got the OG Jason. Jason's a role model. What can you say? Yeah, Yeah, I know. I was like, that's very flattering to him. I I was excited to like, after we broke into his room, I called him immediately. I was like, okay, so there's this guy and you're on this list of people he wants to be like. And he was like, that's awesome. I'm like, no, it's not. It's awesome. It's It's awesome. It's the opposite of awesome. That's awesome. So wait, explain to me this. Why did you guys wait for when you waited to reveal this information? Well, okay. So Tasha and I went back and forth on this so many times because it's very hard to be in the position we're in because, okay, sure, we're the hosts of the show, but we're also her friend. We're also mentors. We've also been there and we want her to have her own experience where she figures things out for herself. And so we really went back and forth being like, should we tell her or should we like let her figure it out? And then we kind of came to the conclusion together that like, that's kind of why we're here. We're more eyes on you know what's going on in in the house and we we just saw that as like that's a little too far and and we want her to figure things out for herself of course and there's probably so much we didn't know but that information we saw with our own eyes and we yeah again we went back and forth so many times and then just decided like we didn't want to ruin her night but we wanted it to be brought to her attention well she handled it well it didn't ruin her night because she came back she was like hey have some bs i threw out the trash let's get the cocktail party started (laughs) And I love and that's how what was... I thought she would do. I that's what I was hoping she would do because I know her, and I was like, I think she's gonna just handle it and move on. Yeah, I love how you guys did it too. You let the guy come in with his little ice cream truck, woo her, <laughs> and basically you swept the rug right under out underneath him. I mean, he was up acting all cocky, even the other guys were saying it like, oh, he's he's pretty confident. He was confident about his time, but. Yeah, he, yeah, I mean, yeah, I knew. a playbook, buddy. And, and we watched the play-by-play of it happening. I was like, and here comes the ice cream truck you were talking about. Now wow. he's going to say this because he had it all written out. And wow. I mean, again, some things, you, that's fine. It was just the majority of information he had written down in this red document 
uh, it was just again alarming. So that that makes me go to question because he said it was his. He first off he he caught himself in a lie. Michelle caught him in a lie. He mm-hmm. was like, well, my friend's wife wrote all this. I've never watched the show. And then oh, the shit. same sentence he was like, well, I watched some of the show. It, it just was like, bro. At least like, he's getting where uh, he wants. You're a you're a super fan. All right. He wanted he wanted you're a super to talk fan, about, and you have a syllabus. He wanted yes. to talk about him, so he does that. I like how you did that syllabus. You know, Michelle, teacher. That was dope. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, <laughs> no. I see you, Brian. I see, see you. Me, see me. I just it's the doctor in you. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, I, I think he just tried to, you know, he was probably having like an out of body experience where he's like, oh, I am the villain. Like, I was trying to do all the things to avoid it, and I'm sitting here in this moment realizing that it's me. And so he was probably trying to panic, and it, it just didn't work for him. I'm totally downplaying it. Like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't really know what they could possibly find that could be that bad. Hello. He really oh, did he was, oh, he was freaking out when we left the room. He was like, "What? There's nothing in there." Like defensive. Well, there's oh, nothing okay. in there. So see, I don't we didn't see all ahead. that. We didn't yeah. see all that. Oh, I, I wish they would show that. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I wish, he's. I feel like he's 100 going to be on Paradise, though. You think so? I think he's 100% going to be on Paradise. Actually, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's... I mean, do you get over that Will he get a redemption? You, th- the thing is, you, you the guys know. like that sometimes get a redemption on Paradise. Do, are we rooting for him or nah? As of not right now, in. I mean... <laughs> uh, yeah, not going in. I mean, he showed his colors. Like, he can still, you know, change hmm. and be like, okay, I can say this and feel this way, but just don't bring it to the hotel room. <laughs> you know? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Don't leave your playbook lying around. That's like football 101. (laughs) Don't leave the playbook. Bill Belichick will find it. But outside of of sports, Kaylin, how does it feel to, you know, you're like officially a host. Like this is your second season hosting. How is that feeling? Um, uh, Truly, it feels right. I I don't know why. I just feel like I, I love hosting. I love hosting my podcast. I love hosting the show. I love being able to like if you asked me what I wanted to do when I was little it was like dancing was number one but number two was to to be a host in some exactly. way and I th- yeah I know. Yeah, that dance with the stars got it <laughs> oh yeah I did do that uh but <laughs> you know, I used to always walk around with um, a Fisher Price like microphone and interview my family but I always wanted my own radio show and just I realized that hosting is something that I actually really enjoy doing so it feels like a complete honor to be able to do that at this level, obviously. Um, but I totally feel like a rookie doing it. Like, I'm like, I'm not worthy. Like, I don't know how I got here. But I think you guys are doing great. And what I love about it, which is something that we haven't seen with in the past is the little quibs, the little zingers, the little play by play that you girls give behind the scenes. I love it. I think it's comedic relief right there. I, that's my favorite part of the night. I just, you know, being able to sit front row, to watch the limo entrances in all of their glory with popcorn and like a tequila or champagne it's magical what was your favorite limo entrance Whew. um okay Wait, Ooh, let's top three one. give like a couple yeah 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 yeah. there's i feel like there was so many like moments um okay so one of my favorite ones was chris again the guy who made his bed the salad no but that's okay. in my top three that's in my top three he's the motivational speaker correct Canada. Oh, Chris. That's that's him, right? He's he's he does speak well. Chris is very yes, he's so well spoken. But he came out and they didn't show all of it, but he had like the best 
he does slam poetry and the things that he said were like I had goosebumps the whole time they only showed a little glimpse of it so my top like few favorites might be <laughs> different from what people saw but also Rick the salad um the entree and how he delivered that was genius it was perfect. I thought that was it was really cute um and he's cute so it like worked and I think then he friends on himself though kind of oh you do why I, just from the beginning i was like bro it was it was cute but how many friends on yourself I, that's what i just i felt like dinner table rick i don't know i just i thought it was hilarious in the itms i mean in the moment it interviews was. It, was. it was just a table with his head sticking out i, I couldn't stop laughing it was it's gonna be perfect for some woman just i feel like for michelle he friends on himself yeah, I yeah. Guess Michelle was like, I think she probably liked the guy because she's. Have you seen her play basketball, by the way? I saw her on the show. Yeah, I mean, just the on the show. She was, yeah. They were showing. Yeah. I mean, she was draining all her shots. She's incredible. Um, so I was like expecting a lot of guys to come out and make balls jokes and like have basketballs, but there, I think there's only one. Oh, yeah, you the mentioned ball. the guy was a little ballsy for coming in. <laughs> yeah, right? put his, put his <laughs> pants off. Would you say? <laughs> would you say, Kalen, that he has a leg up on the competition? <laughs> he has two legs up on the competition. <laughs> Corny joke. <laughs> I mean, the corny jokes works. Uh, what's the name? Nate uh, has a good dad joke. You know, the, the, the corny jokes work sometimes. I like a good dad joke. I love a good dad joke. And Nate was very smooth with it. Yes, he was. He was. Mm -hmm. Brian says something perfect for Nate. Okay. So remember Nate, right? Does he not? Matter of fact, Brian, this is your credit. Go ahead. Go ahead. Break it to her. I thought, no offense to Nate. But yeah. I, I saw I looked at him. I was like, he looks like a combination of if Chris Brown, Drake and Steph Curry had a baby. Yeah. You okay. See that kind of. Yeah. Okay. I don't see the Steph <laughs> Curry in there. Up. Yeah. Okay. No Steph Curry. I don't see the Steph Curry in there. I see more Steph than Drake, honestly. He, uh, the most I see is Chris Brown. Yeah. Like he's, with the earrings. He's just he, it's the earrings. And he's I mean, that guy is six, six. If he delivered a dad joke to me, I would be like, oh. So <laughs> Whatever you like, say. He's just tall and handsome. Represent for my Austin guys out here. Let's go, Texas. Let's go, Austin. Let's go. It's, again, but he's Canadian. Six eight. Wait, he's six eight, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Oh yeah, six eight and eight. Duh, I knew that. Six eight. I'm literally up to his belly button. It's is he, wild. Is he the tallest person in Bachelor Nation? He might be. Yeah, he is for sure. And they just look good together because she's tall and slender and like he's tall. I don't know. They just they just look cute together right off the bat. Yeah. Yo, six eight, boy. Cause you know, Thomas was over here like, yeah, I'm six eight. Yeah, hey. Thomas, you small. <laughs> Nate's got two inches on you, bro. Nate. Yeah, I would love to see Nate and um and Thomas talk about their height for like two minutes and then I'm done. <laughs> That's crazy. I know he was that tall. Okay, so when I saw Clayton walk out, I knew immediately I was like, I see why this guy's the bachelor. One million percent, all I could see was this guy's the bachelor. Even if I didn't know, I would have said that. He was, he's, he's a very strapping man. And he's strapping man. I like the way you put that. He's a strapping, strapping man. <laughs> strapping. I want that compliment one day. You're a strapping man. <laughs> You're a strapping man. I will give you that. But I feel like he's also like a teddy bear. Like when you talk to him, he's so gentle and so kind and so vulnerable and like really i don't know he just seems like a great guy i think he's from the midwest and it yes, was a it was a situation where i was like okay is he like a goody two shoes but then he comes in with the limo entrance and gets spanked with the ruler so i was like okay 
He has a little edge, right. a little personality to him. Let's go. Yes. I, I'll give it personality. I don't know about edge. I'll give him personality. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about edge. I'll give him personality. A little though. slight edge, slight edge. Personality. It was better than what I was expecting. I thought it was yes. going to be very bland and boring, but. Yeah, no, he really up. spiced it up with the the spanking. Because I was like, oh, he's going to measure his d-. Can I say that? Sorry. I thought he was going to do that. <laughs> he just <What's> did. <laughs> And then, and then I would just maybe just bleep out that word. Um, but then he did the spanking thing, and I was like, "Oh, Clayton." He said, "Oh, I like it. Strapping. <laughs> you dirty dog." <laughs> so, what was your worst limo entrance? Um. Okay, I truly I didn't like the no pants thing. I was like, neither did I. It's not. It's like, bro, you're trying to get married. He's, and he's clearly just likes his leg muscles. So he like he was just trying to show his leg muscle. And I was like, eh. Uh, okay, I can't like believe not the, not the time or the place. I can't believe I'm about to say this. This is the first time I've ever said this in my entire life. He didn't have the best leg muscles. I've, I've, I've seen men with better leg muscles. <laughs> Mike out here judging leg muscles on dude. Come on, Mike. Caitlin brought it up. Like I, It wasn't even something I thought about like at the time. But she brought it up. I'm like, yeah. The underwear dude. Like, bro, come on now. It's really hard for me to say nice things too about some of the ones I just don't like. <laughs> That's fair. See now, see. Oh, too much. Uh, tell us something. What should we be looking for? I mean, there is there's a few. I like to say bad apples because it goes with the teacher theme. But there's a few bad apples in the group, as there always is. And we got rid of one the first night, but that doesn't mean there's not anymore. <laughs> you must be so disappointed. You must. He thought he had everything figured out, huh? Oh. Oh, I mean, that, yeah, that playbook didn't end on night one. I'm telling y'all, Ryan is not disappointing. He feels like he's going to paradise. He's going to show up. Watch. I'm telling you. I think he's going to be really worried about what people think of him after. He literally has just forget given about, himself he's, a reputation of. People are going to forget about him. Not yeah, there that, for the right reasons. <laughs> that's true. He'll be in old news next week. Yeah, that, that's that's the positive thing. So for all the people listening that are new contestants on the show, uh, even if you know, you're, I know that you guys are all beautiful human beings. You're going to be forgotten about, and I say that positively because you know somebody else is going to be the bad person the, the following week. So yeah, take that with a grain of salt. So Caitlin, I want to know your thoughts on Joe. Now Joe, good looking guy, comes on. He's from her hometown, mm-hmm. right? And apparently, she slid in his DMs. And he ended up ghosting her. What are your thoughts on the whole that whole scenario? Yeah, I didn't like that at first because so we were again watching from behind the little bushes and we were hearing for like what she said. And she was like, you ghosted me. And we were like, did she just say he ghosted her? So right off the bat, we were like, Mm-mm, I don't like this guy because now why is he here now that she's the bachelorette? Now he's like, oh, just kidding. I actually am interested. But I will say you always have to give people the benefit of the doubt. You can't just be quick to judge and say like you ghosted. So you must be an asshole. So I think we, he, you know, he was going through some stuff in his life and he wasn't in a place to respond back to some DMS. So you, so you bought that, you bought his excuse. I, d- I did buy it. I okay. did. Okay. Fair. That's fair. I, That's fair. I'm also very gullible, so who knows? (laughs) Mike just said straight up, that's bullshit. No, it's bullshit, but at the same time, like, what can you say? He's like, hey, I'm here. I obviously do like you. I want to get to know you. Like, I'm not not mad at him for it. It just was, he got put on front street, which, you know. Buying what he's selling. Yeah, I don't think that's wrong with it. You know, it is what it is. He got put on front street. He could have, 
I, I just love with that whole situation. I love that Michelle was like, I slid in your DMs. You know, <laughs> yeah. like to me, when you see someone in charge and like commanding that, that's just so cool to me. I, it just Michelle's that's so pure. That's something you're going to see throughout the season, I think, is she's just she just owns exactly who she is, how she's feeling. And I do think it took her a little while to open up like about the feeling stuff because she is, you know, she just deals with stuff. She, if something upsets her, she's going to deal with it and move on. And um, yeah, you just see her deal with a lot this season, but with so much grace. Yeah. And I believe like having a bachelorette that steps up like that and just is no nonsense and just takes care of her business, mm-hmm. that helps separate the men from the boys, right? Absolutely. Because like all those guys that aren't there for the right reasons, like eventually it's going to come out. She just needs to stay true to herself and just, you know, enjoy the journey and she'll get rid of those clowns once it happens but we'll yep. see exactly i think i think michelle's going to do a fantastic job mm-hmm. I, I really do she's she can stand her ground she can call herself out call everyone else out and she's there for the right reasons yeah and she's fun like she yeah, she really is she's really fun and flirty and she can like hang you know what i mean like if somebody's giving her some crap or something she'll give it right back and won't take it personally and she's just she really, she was really enjoyable to to. It was enjoyable to watch her own being the bachelorette and go through the motions and do everything that she was supposed to do and stay true to herself. It was really cool to watch. I love that because Mike, I mean, you could attest to this. We like women to challenge us. We like, you know, we don't want pushovers, right? Mm-hmm. So I love that. Yeah. I want to ask you this question: If there was one person from Michelle season who you feel should have been on Katie season. And one person from Katie's season who you feel should have been on Michelle's season. Oh man, I need like a cheat sheet. <laughs> she, she, needs the, she needs the <laughs> pics of all the guys. <laughs> um, somebody that should have been on Katie's season. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm okay. Well, I'm gonna go. Why do I keep talking about Canadian Chris? Like he's the only one on the season. I'm gonna represent um, my Texas boys, so I get it. Represent your Canadian I, boys. I think it's. I think also. Um, I, I feel like he told me he had a cat and Katie loves cats and she clearly likes Canadians. So I feel like that would have been a good one for her. Um, and then somebody from Michelle's season who should have been on Katie's. Wait, did I already? No, that's what I just did. Yes. Someone from Katie's that should have been on Michelle's. Ooh. Hmm. I want our audience to chime in on this one too. Let us know as your thoughts as well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Thomas is a good one, actually. I mean, yes. if Thomas... If yes. Thomas was single, this is all, this is all hypothetical. They know me, no disrespect. No offense to any relationships yeah. that are no, currently no, 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 no. ongoing. No. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Caitlin, I, we actually were discussing this in hot takes. Uh, there was a gentleman, I believe his name was Chris S., uh, who actually had in his, his package, uh, you know, his film package or whatever, uh, to basically let us know who he was. He was waxing his eyebrows. He was like laid out, waxing his eyebrows. And I guess he mentioned something about like real men do their eyebrows or whatnot. Okay. Me and Mike were having this discussion. (laughs) Me and Mike were having this discussion. Which is like, which would you be more okay with? A man getting a pedicure or a man going to get his eyebrows done? All of the above. I like, okay, for example, my dad, it was his 70th birthday the other day. And I. Related birthday, dad. He is the best human on the planet. And I was like, what are you doing on your 70th? And he was like, I'm getting a pedicure. And I was like, 
Good for you. Like he just <laughs> he likes getting his feet rubbed. So why wouldn't he go get a pedicure? See, I Mike, the feet rub, the foot rub. That's uh, that's hey, why I, that's why you go. Right? I said I had a foot <laughs> massage. It was the best. I paid the lady more. I paid the lady more than double what it cost. Like for yeah. a tip. It was uh, so I get that. The hand massage with a manicure. And you know what? Some guys need to control their eyebrows and I can't hate on the eyebrow game because I'm pretty sure Jason tweezes his brows. <laughs> Just call your man out like that. Come on now. Just call him out. But like self-tweezing, I feel like is okay, right? Mike was talking about the barber, like kind of edging you up a little bit, but I'm talking about like, we're going to get like the, whatever you ladies do, like needle threading and all that stuff, like going that extra mile for eyebrows. I'm like, nah, that's, that's a little too his much. brows, but I'm, you know what? To each their own, I guess. Whatever. Yeah, uh, uh, Float your boat, whatever. I like that. Brian, Caitlin, I don't know about you. I want to know, but I have so much respect for people that thread their eyebrows. I've gotten it done once and a tear legit fell out. No lie. No, so it it's hurts that much. Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. oh my gosh. I, uh, yes. I like to be a dolphin. So I like get laser <laughs> and everything. Like I don't, and it's, it doesn't tickle. It does. What? <laughs> it I just got tickle. the dolphin reference like five seconds later. It took, it took a little time to You register. get the dolphin reference. I think about Tia talking about, she got a, she wants to have a little dance. Her I, vagina I thought, or the first thing I thought was Alexis waters and the dolphin <laughs> like, or the shark or whatever the case was. That's the, the immediate thought. Well, the important thing is we got there and now we all understand. <laughs> we, we got there. We understand. There you so you just said something profound, right? You said whatever makes you feel good. Basically, yeah. talk, you know, talking about men and being metrosexual. What do you say to the people that always continually come at you for shit? I, I, I take, okay, it depends what time of the month it is. Because if I'm hormonal, <laughs> I'm going to let it really get to me. And if I'm not... Fair, fair. And I actually find it so comical because it always will, will stem from their own insecurities. So, or mm. they're just dumb or they're just straight up dumb. So people come at me all the time for my appearance and I get it. That's an easy target to, you know, if, if a woman looks different than she did seven years ago on your television screen, you're going to call it out. I don't know why, but women always need to comment on other women's looks. And it's really tough when you're being compared to Tasha and Michelle, these like two tall supermodels. And I'm like over here feeling like a toe. And then, it, <laughs> then they comment on your looks and it's like, you have to really be, you know, strong in who you are and confident to get through that because that would be very easy for me to be like, I am ugly next to them or like mm. I do look old and I am much older than them but I just you know again depending on the time of the month I just sometimes don't care oh that's the answer depending on the time of the month how do you feel about Jonah Hill just put out a statement saying please don't speak to my body he was very respectful with it just telling people to shut the hell up right yeah. I'm pretty sure if we were to interview every human on this earth right now they're going to say bro just you know treat people with respect right but yeah. then for whatever reason a portion of those same people are the ones that talk the, sh the most shit. And you yeah. just said something that Brian and I always talk about. It seems like it's women coming after women. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't yeah. see a man be like, you don't look like you did seven years ago. A man's gonna be like, damn, you look good. Or you don't look good. As simple as that for a man. Or if they feel that way, they just wouldn't say it. Yeah. Like, yeah. what is that? And from a woman's perspective, because Brian and I, this conversation comes up so often. What is that from a woman's perspective? I don't know. I think it might be like also what society has done to us to feel pitted against each other for a long time. And I feel like that's kind of like 
they might've been raised that way. Their mom might've taught them that it's like, I don't know. It's always just been, you know, what I saw something really cool is a girl was commenting back. She made a video back to um, someone had said, all you're obsessed with is yourself. And she did the greatest like one minute video saying like, what if I was like, why have we, why are we in a world where like loving yourself is so like frowned upon? And she goes, and if I was obsessed with myself, like that would have saved my parents a lot of money for me going to rehab from being so insecure Mm. and having an eating disorder. And like, I wish I was obsessed with myself and that would make this a lot easier. And she got into like this really deep minute video of it. And I was like, that's so true. Who cares if you're obsessed with yourself? Like, it's like, are you, are you going to be obsessed about me? I mean, apparently you are, but like, are you really like in real world going to be obsessed about me? No. So like, why not show myself self-love? Right. It's, it is. It's, and that really stood out to me because I'm like, yeah, you're allowed to be obsessed with yourself. Like, why not feel yourself and think you look good and post when you do feel good. And I understand that people were annoyed at me the other day because Roman, come here. Oh, that's Pino. You never bark. Um, I, I kind of get why people came after me in my post. Um, cause I did have like a filter on and so much glam and my, like, you know, in all these filters that are on Instagram, it's like enhancing every part of your face. And I get that that's annoying because to see that constantly on your feed, you're like, I just want some real shit, but I show up on social media real all the time. Yeah. And so that one time I'm like, I like to throw in a filter every now and again, or I like to, I was like, Oh, this is some good glam post-it. Like I hate when people are like, Oh my God, why are you doing this to the younger generation? I'm like, if, if you follow me, you know that I show up real and authentic and like vulnerable on my social media pages all the time. Don't come at me for one post. Now that's the funny part about it, right? You could do a hundred things good, or you could do 99 things good. But that one thing that you do that, that's all they remember, you know, it's, it's all ridiculous. the time. And it's, it's kind of like us too. Like it'll be like, there's like 300 nice comments. And like, then I just saw the, you know, yeah. and, and those are the ones we talked about. The one like, that bothers you. Yeah. Yeah. Question. Um, where does Jason play into all this? Like how, like, do you talk to Jason about situations like that where, you know, trolls or people are calling you out on the internet? Like how much do you confide in Jason? How much do you guys talk about that? And how much does he help you get through that? Yeah, we used to talk about, about it a lot more, but like it gets to a point where you're like, it's still happening. Like what more can we say or do? Go to um, but like he sees it, like he'll, he'll look at the comments or I'll show him and he'll be like, people are so mean to you because Jason's very lovable and the women love him and he doesn't get a lot of, um, you know, hate or trolls. Well, and Ryan he, loves him too. What? 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 <laughs> Ryan from the show, love him too. Night one guy. Yeah, exactly. See, everybody loves Jason Tardick and I get it. And so it's interesting for him, I think, to see just how nasty people can be. Like even the, the trolls that he gets are trolling me like in, in his DMs and everything. It's crazy. So he, yeah, I definitely confide in him for a lot of things in life because Jason's such a level headed guy and he just, I don't know, he's good at, um, he's good at having empathy and understanding that it hurts my feelings. And he's also good at being like, but let's turn it around. Yeah. Good perspective. And actually that's a good way to put it. He is, he always has a good perspective. I love that. love that. I love how you said you brought it up yourself. You said people probably came mad at me for this situation right here. And I like that because I talk about my book, self-love is self-compassion, right? Mm -hmm. 
you can forgive yourself and see and or not even forgive but like see something that like oh okay i see that no big deal but i see that right so what do you say i personally hadn't heard this term before yesterday about black fishing like what i never knew what that was how do you when, when someone says that i what are your thoughts on that part yeah, I had to, I Googled that because people were accusing me of that on my page. And I was like, what, what does this mean? What am I being told? And when I Googled it, I was like, how do I handle this situation? Because I obviously want to always be listening. I always want to say, I can't relate. I, I can't see where you're coming from, but like, let me try and understand. So I tried, so I was just Googling for like an hour yesterday about it and trying to understand more about it and seeing it like is that what i was doing and at the end of the day no of course it's not what i was trying to do right as a black man i don't think you were doing it okay and that's maybe what i would have to you know i but then i don't want to put myself in a position or anyone else in the position to ask because i think that's something that i've learned over the last two years is to figure things out for yourself and not rely on your black friends to tell you and inform you. And so I wanted to do the research myself and be like, am I doing this? And no, like deep down when I'm looking at that, I'm like, okay, no, that's not what I'm doing. But now I'm glad I understand the term and how to approach it next time if this comes up. Love that. And I was given for the audience listening via audio, I was giving you a small hand clap because yeah, we ain't trying to answer to every damn question. Come on now. Right. We, you know, we, we get Google stuff about Canada ourselves as well. Like, you know, exactly. and, and another example, exactly. right? But yeah. Kayla, on to bigger and better things. You are like a super successful businesswoman, baby. Like super successful. You have several businesses going on. Super successful podcast. About to go on tour again. Shout out to you. You know, give me a cameo. I've got you when you come to Austin. Yes. How do you balance all of this? I, I don't. I am a mess of a human being over here. Tell, tell me, tell me, you're a delegator though. You got, you gotta. Yeah, I have to delegate. Be. I have to be, and I am so so grateful and bow down to my team all the time because they. I, I mean, I just wouldn't be able to survive if I didn't have the pe- the team around me, um, because yeah, it's it's a lot, and it's all stuff I love doing. So I, it's hard for me to say no to things that I love, when. I probably should say no for my mental health because I'm like a tour to me. I love connecting with the listeners. Uh, I feel like the off the vine Facebook group and like family genuinely feels like family. We talk about such deep things on the Facebook page. And I feel like when I see them in person and they're like, I blah, blah, blah. And we talked about this. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm meeting you face to face. And it's in every different city. And it's just so cool to, you know, Feel like you can connect with all these people that you don't see every day but who are listening to you every day and at the end of that it's like it's so draining but i i can't say no because i love it so much um same thing with you know like starting a wine label or going to canada okay this is a good example going to canada and i was like i haven't seen my family in two years and the liquor stores there carry my wine and I was just so grateful oh and I was like, God, why don't we so... do like a meet and greet? And like, I somehow turn it into work all the time and need to like have more balance and say no to certain things. But it's just so hard when you love what you do. That's yeah. amazing. Shout out if you, you if you, if you had to give up one of those podcast, being the host of the bachelorette or your wine label, which one would you stay with? <laughs> That is a good 
good clickbait question. Did you just do a? Did you just do a? Fu- <laughs> Brian, did you just do a fuck Mary kill for her businesses and what she does? Yeah, Maybe. yeah, I guess. <laughs> Let's do that. Fuck Mary kill. Yes. Wine, yes. bachelorette host, or podcast. I mean, I'll marry bachelorette host because okay. that's. I just live for that. Um, I would kill off. No, you have to. You guys, you're, you're a wino, aren't you? You got, you gotta, you gotta drink yeah, your but wine. My podcast is like my pride and joy. That's your baby. That's your so, baby. so basically, you're going to be polygamy and be married to both of them. Thank you. I needed to like, thank you. I needed to find a loophole there. I don't know how to answer that question. Oh, that was tough, and I'm still not going to. <laughs> no, that's 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 too crazy. Uh, Good question, though. What, like, what do you have for people out there? They're like, man, she gets shitted on. Man, she has so many businesses. Man, she has such a great fiance. Uh, man, she's like legit living her dreams. You wanted to dance, be on Dance with the Stars. You're doing that. You wanted to host with your Fisher Price, going up to family members. You're doing that. Like, <laughs> and also, what, to what add, do people? Yeah, I'm sorry, Brian. To add on to what you're saying, I mean, Caitlin, you've been open about struggling with anxiety in the past as well. So it's like dealing with the anxiety, overcoming that, and still being as successful as you are. Like, what advice do you have for people out there? My gosh, I, okay, first of all, I'm the biggest believer in karma. Karma has no deadline, and it's just like, be a good person and good things will happen to you. I'm such a believer in that. I also am like a crazy manifester where if it's like certain moons, I will write down my goals for the year. I will like charge my crystals. I will put the piece of paper outside. I will sit there and like put myself like immerse myself in what I think that would feel like. I did that with dancing with the stars. I still have, (laughs) I still, oh yeah, I have a picture of a mirror ball in my mirror because I used to look at it all the time. And just like, I really put myself in those situations and believe that I can do them and that's my advice. I mean, you just, that's so cheesy, but like believing in the fact that you can do these things, if you have the drive and the passion and manifesting and being a good human, you can do truly anything. Has that Jason is- picked up on those rituals as well? He, start- <laughs> he literally <laughs> thought I was a crazy person when he first met me because <laughs> I was like, Jason, I talked to the moon and that's how I met you. And he was like, what the? <laughs> he was like, I'm going to walk back out the door. Check, please. Now, now he's seen things come to true and come to life. And he's like, you are, like, he calls me, what does he call me? Um, A witch. He calls me a, a witch because he's like, you just like have some sort of magical powers that you make things that you dream of come true. And I was like, that's a great quality. <laughs> if, even if you're like, me a That's a great quality. I like it. You know. <laughs> You're not crazy. 83% of what we write down every day comes to fruition. It's a fact. It, it, it is. It's, it's crazy. Like, too. Yeah. Once, you, once you write it down, and then here's the key part that people, for whatever reason, don't pay attention to. Write it down and go do it. Yeah. You massive write it down action, it. as yes. Tony Robbins likes to say. You got to take massive action. Yes. Also, yes. side note for all the listeners out there, uh, this is an F-boy uh, pro tip for you out there. If you if you messing with an f boy, listen. I saw this on TikTok. So this is advice for women. This how to is deal advice, with f boys. Not how to deal with, but just a, a sign. If a dude always texts you at eleven eleven or four forty four p.m., it's a sign because he's messing with you. He knows that you like you like manifestation and things of uh, that nature. Uh, yes, yes. Well, that's really good advice because if that was me, I'd be like. Ah. 
He always misses me at 1111, right? There you go, your gullible self. (laughs) That's nice. That's good. It's it's crazy out there, but that's what it is. So I have to ask you, from your first night, if you you can't answer it, I completely understand. Or Brian and I, we could just do it. Who are your top four, Caitlin, so far? Ooh, yeah, this is hard because I know. because you know. But I'll go from like... Just personal. based on the first night, maybe. Like, okay, based on the first night, who yes. I really liked yes. and who I saw Michelle with was probably, let me just throw out some names for me. I want to like. All right, we got well, Clayton. Well, we got Joe from Minnesota. Uh-huh. We have Nate, first impression yeah. Rose. We had Romeo. He spoke like different languages. He's a mathematician, oh, yeah. Harvard guy. Wait, is it Romeo the young looking dude? The 26 year old? No, that's got, like good skincare. That's Brandon J. Yeah, he had like Brandon, a little okay, Derek yeah, yeah. Jeter going thing going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's so cute. Um, okay, I will say I obviously can see her with Nate because every girl that gives her the gives the first impression rose, you're like, well, I can see them together. Yeah. And so I thought they were really sweet. I really like her connection with um um Romeo like you said I think Michelle I think was a little intimidated or afraid of Romeo and um I think she's just getting in her head because I think they would be great together Jamie was another one Jamie yes he had a little swag in the beginning they hit it off they had a Wait. little connection in their in their first meeting I took notes about Jamie Jamie had a great intro he said you're you smile with your spirit oh yeah that's cute he said that and I wrote it down I was like bro that's, that's it right there bro <laughs> I like when he said that. <laughs> Shout out to you, Jamie. I like that. Man. Okay, yeah, I like Jamie, and then I also really like her connection with Clayton. There you go. What about you, Brian? Who are your top four so far? Uh, let's see. Based on this list, I'll give. Uh, I mean, obviously Nate, first impression, fellow first impression guy here. Uh, I'll give um, Joe just because of the Minnesota connection. I think she needs to flush that relationship out and see where that goes. I'll go with uh, Jamie, and I'll go. I'll give the young guy a shot, Brandon J. Brandon ain't getting it, bro. No. <laughs> he won't. He won't get. He won't get that final rose. That's for sure. But he ain't getting the final rose. Nothing against him. Nothing against him individually. I just nah. But <laughs> yeah, it's not like genuinely nothing against him. Like, he could be a wonderful human being. We're pretty much in in sync. I got Joe Babatunde, aka Nate. Uh, n- Clayton, my fourth pick is still open. We still we still drafting. That's how I feel too. If you're gonna if we're going on night one, yeah. that's how I. Feel. Yeah, I got my first three. I don't got my fourth yet. Okay, but the fourth is always like an underdog. Yeah, yeah. It, I did like what's the the salad guy, but he just the salad guy. Yeah, the guy that came out with there. He had the head of lettuce. Oh, dinner table Rick. Rick, Rick, yes, dinner, yes. Table, Ta- Rick. dinner yes. table Rick. Yeah. <laughs> He was like a little creepy to me at first. Like once you he, came- I mean, his head was just floating on a plate, <laughs> yes, and yes. he was like, "Hello." <laughs> yes, that is true. So once he came out from the table, it's like, okay, you're at All least right. a little normal. The, the dude from Houston. I, I'm representing my Texas guys. I like yeah. the dude from Houston. I forget his name. He barely had any airtime, but I just felt like he was he was he was confident. He gave me like that Idris Elba. Was it PJ? PJ Tucker. 
No, it says PJ. I'm, I'm looking at the list. Thank you, producers, for providing uh, some faces <laughs> yeah. to the names. It, it may be PJ, but he gives me Idris Elba vibes. And, you know, the women like an Idris Elba, like a, a debonair type guy. Yeah, is it the one with the stash? The fire truck, not not the little puny fire truck, bro. I, I would have felt so embarrassed. Oh right, he came in with the real fire truck. The fire real truck, fire right? truck, bro. Okay. I would have Imagine that guy that came with the little puny fire truck. Oh, that's so embarrassing. Funny. He it's a so setup. Bad. That was a setup. Oh yeah. Hey, <laughs> homie, if you listen, you got got, bro. Come on, you got got. Great idea. Why don't you come <laughs> in with a little fire truck? Yeah, little fire truck. And then the next guy comes in with a big fire truck. Oh my god. I felt so bad for him. I was like, oh, terrible. And he was like, if you watch it, I remember because I had pressed uh, pause on it. Caitlin, what do you think of Rodney, the uh, apple, apple of my eye guy? Rodney just he's a good time. He's just such yeah. a good time. He's just a positive, happy, good time. I really like him. Yeah, that means that means friend zone, bro. That's what Caitlin <laughs> just told us. He got friend zone. You gotta you gotta read through the good guys versus the guys for Michelle, right? Yeah, the guys that actually have a chance versus yeah, because there's a lot of good guys. You know, there's yeah. a lot of good That's guys. That's true. I I think about myself as the bachelorette and there was groups that I was like really attracted to. There's groups where I was like, they're friends. And then there's a few that I was like, you guys are douchebags. You guys are douchebags. I, lo I love the categories. You're going the douche pile. <laughs> she put some base on that. The douchebags. <laughs> Stay over there. All right. Before we let you go, Caitlin, we got to, I mean, we're, we got, we got to know. What's in store for your wedding? Is there anything you could share? Um, I mean, not really. <laughs> no? No updates whatsoever? Well, okay, so it's been really challenging for two reasons. One, we don't know what the world is going to look like in a year, and we want to, you know, get married. We want to get married next fall. So we know that. But we're like, what is the world going to look like? Are we going to be able to travel? Are people going to be able to cross the border from Canada? So it's hard to plan things like that because you've heard so many horror stories about weddings getting canceled and people, you know. So that has slowed us down a little bit. Also, Jason and I just celebrated like the last two days for being in the same city. So we're like, it's we're just both so busy that and I hate that excuse because I had a freaking three and a half year engagement with my last one. And I was, you know, you just feel like you're making excuses. But truly, we are just so busy that it's like we need to schedule a time. Like tonight, we have scheduled time to eat dinner and hang out together. <laughs> it's it. in the calendar. Listen, <laughs> sometimes you get. Sometimes that's how it, you make it work, right? You yeah, guys. I mean, Brian, you know that's that story all too well. It's the yeah, same thing. One hundred percent. Yeah. You know it all too well. I love that. Yeah. Congrats on you know your two days of living together officially now. <laughs> Super. Let's go. Let's go, let's go for a third day. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> no, he's going, he's leaving me again. He's oh. going to New York for, it's his birthday on the 24th. And so he, I have a girlfriend coming into town the 22nd, 23rd, and then he's going to um, New York, I think. And then he's coming back on the day of his birthday and I've got a special day planned for him. Nice, nice, nice. Well, happy early birthday, homie. Yes. Yeah, happy birthday, Jason. So. so I have to know right quick before we let you go, who snores the loudest, you or Jason? What, do you know this? Because he, we literally just had this like discussion this morning where I was like, we got to figure out your snoring. Like, I can't <laughs> live like this. <laughs> you yeah. said, do you know your face was like, how do you have know? You ever, do you have know? you ever recorded, have you ever recorded him while he's sleeping and snoring? Yes. Like just to show him the next day? 
Yes, because he like he'll be like, yeah, right. Let me hear it, and I'm like, show him. He's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I get it, I get it. Yeah, it's some nights. It's not every night, so there's that. But some nights, like maybe, well, last night he had a few drinks because his bills lost, Oof, so that yeah, might have made it. Yeah, they, yeah, they did. Worse. Yeah, they did. Well, my Cowboys, though, what's up? <laughs> hey, looking good, man. They're looking good. Not gonna lie. Caitlin, though, thank you so much for being on today. We loved having you on and cannot continue to wait to watch you help out Michelle and her find her love. Yes. Thank you. It's going to be a really, really, really fun season to watch. And thank you guys for having me. Can't uh, wait. For having, thanks so much. Mike, I absolutely loved Caitlin on the show today. I mean, she was so much fun. We laughed. We joked around about the first episode, which was an instant classic. I mean, what do yes. you think of Caitlin's interview? She's energetic, man. I really like Caitlin. I just like her her spirit as a human being. I think that she owns the things I've, the things that she does, whether she yeah. agrees with what she did or doesn't agree with what she did. Uh, I will say I, I gave a bad comparison because she's not like Kanye, but that was the only thing I could think of that, like, <laughs> that's the only thing I could think of that, like, no matter what, people got something to say, you know? Yeah. And so I, that's maybe that's, like polarizing, like she's, she's a polarizing polarized. figure. She, to, to some people, she's polarizing. And I'm just like, man, yeah, leave that girl alone. Let that girl live. Um, but I loved having her. She she was open, honest. That was kind of cool, bro. We played it, you know, Mary F. Kill with her, with what she does. That was kind of cool. That just just came up. Off she spur. couldn't do it. She couldn't do it. She couldn't. She couldn't. She couldn't marry just one, right? Hey, don't blame her. I don't blame her. In that situation, I, I I feel her on that regard. You know, the things that we're doing. You love all of these things. People, you know, at home think that stuff just gets handed to us. But man, we we work our butts off for this stuff. You know, so for her to go back home to Canada and have her wine, yeah, in the stores, yeah. that's phenomenal. And isn't that a misconception about you know? People think that you walk off this show and it's like you're automatically an influencer making six figures a year. Yes. And while that may be the case for some individuals, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. for the majority, it's not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like those people are going back to their regular lives. Like I'm in my brand new office. Shout out. Beverly Hills Shout out to you. Therapy Center. But see, hey. I'm in my I'm in my profession. Right. So, you know, a lot of people go back. It's not, you know, I still all roses. You I know, still do financial advising. World. I still do financial advising. I saw somebody the other day talk about uh, they were shitting on us for like putting out books, and I'm like, bro, I didn't even get a deal for my book. I paid for my book myself. I wrote the book myself. You feel me? And so, it's just ridiculous what some people say. But I, I just love Caitlyn in the way that she owns it. Yeah, she owns it, and she's super successful. Kudos to her. You know, for working, working so hard. You know, and building a team around her that that helps her where she could delegate all those tasks. It, it is stressful, man. Like growing an empire like she is, yeah. that's really tough. So kudos to her for, you know, for everything she's done. Uh, definitely. So I can't wait to see what happens next for her. And shout out to all the people within the nation that like have turned a wonderful opportunity into a home run. Yeah. You know, like, that, it is what it is. Like kudos to those individuals, right? Kudos to your wife. Rachel is demolishing the game. Kudos to JoJo. Kudos it. to Kaylin. Uh, we need some more kudos for the homies, but you know, <laughs> is what we're, it is. We're slow. We're slowly, slowly gaining, slowly gaining traction. We'll see. Slowly. We'll see. To all of our listeners, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. You know, we always love to hear your opinions, your stories, and your insight. 
So please don't forget to like, comment, follow, message us on social at Talking.bn, on Instagram and Batch Nation, on Twitter and Batch Nation on Facebook. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you're listening to right now. And baby, don't DM me no more. See you that subscribe. Love y'all.